He did tell me in the beginning of the relationship that he used to get prostitutes off of Craigslist. So, um, more. All right. Okay. So, I don't, so many flags. Was he, was he married at that time? He was married at that time. He used to bring them to the apartment okay. where he lived with her, the wife. Okay. Uh, I'm going to put it in, I'm going to count that as three flags. That's <laughs> Hey y'all, it's Lace. It's Catherine Blanford, and this is an episode of Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Ah, she's a monster, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Chidi's podcast. This is a full interview episode, the first one since Catherine has skyrocketed past all of us through the universe um, to the other side. So uh, just know that this interview you're going to listen to today was pre-fame. Um, yeah. And, and, and just so you know, you're going to hear nasty things about me. You're going to hear I'm a bad person. And mm-hmm. and I I talk down to people and I shove homeless people down. But listen, obviously, I'm a good person because I'm here doing I'm sharing my time. I do charity work. So mm-hmm. keep that in mind when you hear yeah. bad things about me. That's true. Um, speaking of charity work. <laughs> When are your next shows, Catherine? That's funny. That was really good, Lace. That actually hurt oh, a little bit. Ow, that really hurt. God, that Go was ahead. good. Let's get those Man, dates that out. that hurt. Let's get those dates um, out. I will be uh, in Boca Raton, Florida mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. Uh, later this uh, August. Actually, uh, Friday the 19th, my birthday, August 19th. I will be in Lake Park at, um, Google it. And then on Saturday, August 20th, I will be in Boca Raton, Florida at The Box 2.0. All right. Hell yeah. And then, do you you think, wait, real quick, real quick. Do you think since it's in Boca Raton, they call it The Box 2.0 because everyone down there is at a certain age where they have now had vaginal rejuvenation and they've got a new version of their vag? Yeah, I was waiting. I I said, oh, Catherine, should you do a box joke? And I went, no, let's see if Lace did it. And I do like, that's actually really good. That was a really good one. Thanks. You can use that while you're down there if if you like. Yeah, that that's really good. Thanks. That's funny. Thanks. And yeah. and I'll tell you, um, that one is bigger. That's a big theater. It seats mm-hmm. about three hundred people. But see, which if is I was another good box joke, I was gonna say if I was gonna get my box redone, box. if I was gonna get my box redone, I wouldn't smaller. go bigger. I'd go smaller. Yeah. So it's right, right. Yeah, really defeats yeah, the purpose. Yeah, but there's a lot of there's a lot of old NFL players that move. South Florida. So uh, yeah, you gotta, you gotta have room in there. Able to, gotta right, have room. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's the. Let's just do nineteenth and twentieth. Wait, I can love I that. do my? Go no, for it. Can I do? I mean, I gotta sell these tickets because they opened up a second show, and I don't oh. know if we should have. I'm in. I'm in Louisville, Kentucky. It's my hometown. Uh, um, August twenty sixth. That's a Friday, and then August twenty eighth, Sunday. I'm in Fort Wayne, Indiana, at Summit City Comedy Club. 
Okay. I love, I love everything. Everything about that, Catherine. Uh, so my upcoming shows, uh, first most important upcoming show is my live appearance on the semifinals of America's Got Talent. And y'all, this episode is going to be out on Monday the 8th. So that gives you plenty of time to set your television, set your uh, uh, I don't know, alarms on your phones, whatever you've got to do, carve it into your forearm because I will be on America's Got Talent Tuesday, August 9th. Voting is open to the public this time. So it's not just what the judges think of me, which, you know, they adored me the first time. So I'm here to win them back. And, uh, but it's, you know what? It's not that important because what's more important is that y'all love me too. So I need your votes. Voting opens the beginning of the show, wherever coast you're on. Start watching the show, and then voting closes the following morning on August 10th at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Y'all, you don't even really have to watch the show. Just know that at 8 p.m. your time, August 9th, Tuesday, just log into NBC.com and figure out how to do it. There's a million... uh, I don't know, notes, apps, descriptions on how to vote. Just vote. Just vote for me. I don't care if you like the other contestants. It's not about them. All right? Listen, I need your votes. Get on there. That's the most important show. Once again, August 9th. Did I say it? Did I say it enough? America's Got Talent should be um, uh, who in America's got friends. Amen. Okay? And this is what we're about to find out. If you got the most friends, were you in a sorority? Did you do pageants? We're about to find out, America. Yeah, that trumpet playing Rubik's Cube unicycle all at one time, boy. He's cute. But anybody that's good at Rubik's Cubes, honestly, probably doesn't have a lot of friends. And that's going to come to your advantage in these later rounds. That's what I'm hoping. have more people voting for you. That's exactly what I'm hoping. I am up against dogs, though. Uh, so yeah, it's really hard to... Yeah. Rough. R-U-F-F. Okay. I... That's my next show. And then in-person shows, folks, if you'd like to come out August 20th, that is this Saturday. I am headlining Devil's Logic in Charlotte, North Carolina. It's going to be a super fun show, and it's free. And then I'm back in North Carolina the following week on Friday, August 26th, headlining The Orange Peel in downtown Asheville, North Carolina. One of the coolest venues in the Southeast. If you can get there, get there. And... Yeah, we've got a couple of live cheaties shows. We want y'all to put those on your calendars. The ticket links aren't live yet, but uh, Sunday, October 16th at Zany's in Nashville. You can catch Catherine and I both doing a live cheaties. And then in November, catch us in Atlanta, Georgia, doing live cheaties on stage at the Red Clay Comedy Festival on November 12th. That is also a Saturday. Once again, no tickets available yet. Just put those on your calendars. Okay, we've done the dates. We've done the stuff. We can't do any of this without... Our loyal sponsor, Good Wipes. Good Wipes are flushable. They're biodegradable. They are big. They are naturally scented. They come in multiple scents. We love them all. They're easy to travel with. They can clean your whole body or they can clean your butt and your front. Listen, if you if you feel masculine, they have a cedar scent, okay? Mm-hmm. And if you're like, I'm, I'm a bit more femme today, they've mm-hmm. got a shea cocoa butter. They've got a rose mm-hmm. water scent, okay? Mm-hmm. They've got cologne mm-hmm. and perfume sense mm-hmm. for you behind yes yes so don't get behind on the trend of using good wipes so jump out there to a target grab yourself some uh throw them next to your toilet or throw them in your bag take them where you go they're fantastic Catherine, who's our guest today 
uh, we've got a phenomenal guest on the uh, show today. She's also she's an Atlanta comic. Uh, she just moved here from Florida recently, and like most cheating stories, the story starts out in Florida and <laughs> works its way works its way up to Georgia. You ever heard a country song before? Uh, She's so funny. She actually also did my website. She's mm-hmm. also a great uh, graphic design web Seriously, designer yes. person as well. So yeah. hit her up if, if you need uh, them helps and uh, and enjoy her episode. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Shannon Kelly. Hey, listener, you're about to hear a really juicy cheating story. Names and locations may have been changed to protect the guilty. We're not licensed therapists or lawyers. Hell, we barely have a driver's license. We're just two broke comedians who've been through some shit. And this alleged story is one-sided. If you know another side, please call our emergency redemption hotline at 888-STABBY-8. And yes, that is a real number. Now sit back, relax, and pour yourself a bowl of cheaties. Shannon Kelly, Shannon, how are you doing? Girl, I'm so good. Thank you for having me this morning. You are new to ATL from Florida? I am. Yeah. So um, moved up here with my ex in September. Um, it was still the pandemic times. I guess we're still in that, I suppose. But looking for a change of scenery. Um, my family thinks I moved up here just for him. But really, I wanted to get out of Florida before him. I looked at Nashville and different cities and just I, I grew up in Florida and wanted to change. So yeah, um, we moved up here in September and broke up in February. So. Oh, and that's what the story is going to be about. Oh, that's right. Okay. So yeah, you're new to ATL. We're excited about that, but we, we want to, you already gave us the, the teaser. So let's get into this. Let's get into the story, Catherine. Okay. So you move up here in September, take us back to the move up. Okay. Or take us back to the beginning of the relationship. How do you guys meet? Who is Shannon then? Why does she want to get out of Florida? Does she move in with her boyfriend in ATL? Is this an ATL uh, house of sin? Uh, take us back to the beginning and see. We were sinners well before ATL. So I was mm, running it. a room in St. Pete for three years um, doing doing open mic shows running whatever. a comedy show running a comedy yeah. show there we go yeah okay and but i i did book bands i did a bunch of other stuff but comedy was the primary thing and so um so this guy came through i realized before i met him in person he was sliding the dms with like youtube videos of terrible sketches and he's like hey can you watch this and give me some feedback and i'm like no and so anyway yeah can wait and that say i would love to just make a psa right, right now really yes. please, before. please do. yep look i'm working on something right now i reach out to my best friends and i'm like hey could you watch this anytime you have a minute i'd love your feedback if not no big deal we we collaborate i'm happy to do that to my friends but a random person I just meet at an open mic sending me their stuff and then sending me another stuff the next day and sending me another stuff the next day. That's how you get on somebody's shit list. We're not oh. best friends and I've got shit to do and I respect other people have shit to do. I'm not sending my shit to people I don't know that I don't have a good relationship with because I don't want to burn a bridge. Stop doing that if that's what you're doing. That's that's one way for that person to never F with you. Okay, sorry, go ahead. But you did date this person. Yeah, that's not a way to also impress a girl. 
that does comedy. Like it's no, no. So yeah, two things. I want to piggyback on what Catherine said. It has happened to me for years and years and for men and women, but there are definitely times when guys are very legitimately trying to hit on me with making me watch their stand up, And that is the opposite of getting <laughs> someone to pay attention to you. That is the worst. Like, I have blocked. Like, Just send me a dick pic. So I honestly would rather, I would rather receive a dick pic than see a fucking clip of, you on stage thank it's, you it's the so same with like I'd, rather see, I'd rather see your five inches than your five type five then your type five and That's we know good. it's not a type that five it's a loose five it's, it's not a, it's a, it's a, it's a loose five and a half and you get played off by music yes exactly yes. exactly so, so you really what you're times. right so what you're trying to say shannon is right off the bat you just ignore the very first red flag um and you just you it worked it did work on which you. is yeah which is his homemade sketch te- sketch youtube channel correct and if if we had an wow. overarching theme of this entire story it's um me being blind to just a lot of red flags you guys this is yeah this is the equivalent like of a dude's like listen to my band you know like no i don't want to that's gross right so, so that you're happened blind. well can't see red can't see red. Yeah. Can't. can't I was going to say he is biracial. So, um, but yes, <laughs> yes. So progressive of you. Thank you. Um, uh, I don't see race and I don't see red flags. That's right. I had, a, I had a joke about, I took him home for Thanksgiving and, um, my stepdad didn't say the N word. So that's what I was thankful for. So, <laughs> Hey, you got to count your blessings like, when they happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike, he shows up, whatever, doesn't leave me the fuck alone and just like trying to be my best friend, which I'm finding is foreshadowing for other things later down the road, you know. Um, he's married. Dude's married. So. Right. Right. Story, That's a good start. The story <laughs> Great I'm getting. start. story I'm getting is things have been bad and they're, you know, distancing and whatever, but he's part of this church. He's part of this like. It's a Christian church. With three kind of- red, three oh, red yeah. flags. The biggest oh, red yeah. flags. Homemade Get- sketches. Married. Too religious. Ah. And there's Get- more to the story. And it, it oh, all that- just stopped right that second. Shannon. No, I need you to take tally because we could literally count the red flags in this. Like we're. Already- I've yeah. been telling oh. people to book you in Atlanta. Okay. And I, and now I'm knowing that I can't trust your judgment at oh. all. How, how I have to go revoke all of my my uh, vouchers. He's like, no, 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 babe. I was just making a Christian sketch uh, in the bed with my ex-wife. It's, it's no <laughs> Christian sketch for my. That's good. That's good. At least for my sake, I would like you to think of that on the reverse. Like I've got a lot of stories to tell. You know, like I'm a damaged oh, okay. person right. that right. can filter this into my art. You know, so okay, um, okay, guys, right. really, like we should keep a tally. So okay, so there's that. But of course, I'm a naive idiot at this time. So I'm hearing, oh, like you were being suppressed in your your religious bullshit and you couldn't be yourself so that's why you know it's like things are so hard for you because you couldn't be yourself right so he's opening up to me and he's telling me essentially that he was like abused as a child so everything not like 
it, he made it sound like it was like a sexual thing with a family member. So not like a like a relate like blood relation. It was like a married in person. So now I'm feeling sorry for him. So literally everything he does after this point, I'm like psychoanalyzing. I'm like, well, clearly it's because you have these issues and this comes from this and that comes from that and blah, blah. He did tell me in the beginning of the relationship that he used to get prostitutes off of Craigslist. So um more all right okay so, I don't, so many flags i i, I think I yeah, I'm, five five i've got five here so five far. now dive into the the prostitutes really quickly was he was he was he married at that time he was married at that time he used to bring them to the apartment okay. where he lived with her the wife okay uh i'm gonna put it i'm gonna count that as three flags that's i'm gonna, I'm gonna say <laughs> yeah one yeah we say we're up to eight yeah. Okay. So he, one. so so he's looking you in the eyes. He's like, I love this Christian church. I love it so much. Um, I would go to church, and then my wife would would be serving uh, coffee and donuts after church to the Bible school kids, and I would go meet a prostitute at our apartment after. Mm-hmm. That's and what I'm like, hearing. Got and, it. And, and totally you're the whole it. time. You're like that. Totally you, makes sense. That checks out. Uh, it's probably because of your PTSD. Understood. Can't wait for you to be my stepdad. My stepdad. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just going to yeah. make it real. Yeah. Okay. So, so what, do you, what did you say to him when he said I was bringing home prostitutes while I was married to my ex-wife? Well, so the way this was, again, my rationale, the way this was presented to me was in such an emotional, like, I'm bearing my soul and I'm so embarrassed and I've been to like these meetings for sex addiction and like I'm working on myself and this, this is him being so forthcoming about this stuff. So I'm thinking wow, he's aware that he's fucked up. So like, at least he's being honest, at least now that it's all out in the open, we don't have to pretend, you know, I'm thinking like, okay, we all have our demons. He's trying to overcome it, whatever. But I'm an idiot, right? Like I was like, an this idiot. is the, what you're reminding me is just how broken we are as women. Correct. We want to fix everyone. That, if, yeah. that even if someone is an awful person, as long as they just tell us that they're an awful person, we're like, all right. is go- all is good. All is forgiven. You're forgiven. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. you killed no, those but... three people, but it sounds like you had justification for it, baby. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. He he told me he he told me where they were buried. Yeah. Right. So he's not hiding anything from me. I know where the bodies are. Yeah, the skeletons aren't in the closet. Yeah, they're in a shallow right. grave. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're near that quick trip. We know where they <laughs> right. are. Right. It's fine. He told me. Also, the fact that you're in you're in this point in your life where you're you're just three years into comedy. I would just you know your first couple of years into comedy, you just are a broken person because it's mm-hmm. like you're trying to grasp why you're doing um, this, uh, why you're putting yourself through hell in that situation as well. Mm-hmm. So I just would you, you're you're broken on all ends. You know right. what I mean? Like you're, you're broken down. The comedy, broken down. the open mic scene. Right. Broketh you down it. So this is yeah, self flagellation, <laughs> flagellation yes. all the way. So this is my three years back into comedy. Like I'd been doing it on and off okay. prior to this for like, I don't know, it's 2017. I started in like 2012, so like five years. You know what I mean? So it's like you come, you go, sure. you get broken again, you come yeah. back. Like I'm uh, also yeah. looking at all these bullet you build points. yourself up. Correct. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. All of that. I'm looking at all these bullet points, which are technically probably red flags. We're like not even on the second one right now. <laughs> there is so much. Oh my god. To this okay. Story. All right. I know. All right. We'll, right. we'll stop. Okay. Wait. And I want to. I want to also cover because we have said ex-wife a few times in this first little mm-hmm. 
uh, part of the intro. It is still his wife though, right? At the time? They didn't get divorced until March or May. I want to say it was May of 2020. And we started dating in like September of 2019. So just keep that little tidbit in the back of your head. Were they separated? They were separated because he was living with me like immediately. He moved in after like three weeks of talking. So if all these red flags weren't enough, that is, that was a gigantic one. Yep. Was he wearing his wedding wedding ring still? No. Okay, that's good. All right, Uh, so we'll let you go through because you've got you've got bullet points. So we'll 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 give you more time. Yeah. Can I ask you really quick though? Did the wife know about the prostitutes? Yes. Yes. And that was part of the whole, like, she's forgiven me. I've gone to these things. Everybody knows we're working through it. So he, he thought, yeah, cause things were like forgiven on that end that all's good to go there. Right. Okay. So you're like, this is the perfect man. He checks all my boxes. Correct. Christian. Yep. yep. YouTube homemade sketch comedy mm-hmm. prostitutes wife go yeah that's another bit where uh people are like how'd you get into this shannon and i'm like what was the love bombing he was leaving love notes he was like really good at back massages he did all these things and no one ever likes anyone like that that much in the beginning unless they're cheating on their wife spoiler alert he was cheating on his wife yeah Uh, (laughs) you think (laughs) it's really good at back massages that's a that really is a sign that really is a sign because yeah. yeah. you're like, you you like you spend time to learn how to give a back massage. Yeah. Anybody in a good loving relationship is too tired to give a mm. back massage. Yep. You spend time learning how to do this because you need to lure people. That's right. right. Yep. Yep. So while he's living with me, he was supposed to go on a trip to Greece with her and they have this plan for forever. And I was like, yo, like. That's not gonna work for me. Cause she's gonna think that you guys are on what? this like romantic fucking trip to Greece. And and he's like, no, it's just, we're, we'll be friends. But like, I don't want her to get hurt. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like go do that. But like, I'm not gonna, we're not gonna date if that's the case. Like I can't just like let you go to Greece for a couple of weeks and like not think you're banging your wife, you know? Um, so he didn't go really to Greece. solid sentence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. uh, that's her moment did, of clarity. Yeah, I can't let you go to Greece for two weeks and not think. Listen, I just, I just feel as if it's not a good idea for us to date if you go on a honeymoon with your wife. <laughs> Correct. I feel like that's going to be bad news bears all the way around. So yeah, they did. They didn't go bears. to. Didn't go to Greece. Um, he moved in like right away. Like I said, he was supposed to move in with a friend. And he put his stuff there and maybe stayed there like a night or two, but we started dating it was over all the goddamn time like literally showing up in the middle of the day which i thought was romantic but looking back i'm like that's creepy like don't just show up and not announce yourself you know what i mean like so i think he was trying to romantic it's not romantic at all he did have a job he did he was a very hardworking person but i also wonder like what he did in the middle of the day like who he was banging or what he was doing because now looking back i'm like was it a long day or were you like taking some breaks you know so uh there's that um yeah he tells me about all of his background whatever so i make excuses for that because i'm thinking he's being forthcoming about it all um so then from the very beginning things that i was open about i'm like well you shared all this shit with me i have a seated past uh one of my exes like i never full-blown cheated on like had sex but i just did shit that you're not supposed to do when you're in a relationship i was in my early 20s in college so i was open about that um i have a very long 
paged black book, you could call it, I suppose. Just, you know, like sure. a lot of, a lot of banging, thick. you know? Sure. Thick, yeah. real thick. We Nothing like them thick. You're not married? <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a text message, maybe like the first week we were talking, mind you, like this dude's still fucking like literally with his wife, you know what I mean? Like what? And yeah. so another comic tried to book me for something and he asked about my availability. And I responded like, you can have me whenever you want me, like being cheeky, but like, mm -hmm. I've never touched this dude like that. Like I was just trying to be fucking funny, like whatever. And he's booking me. But like, at some point he goes through my phone and saw this, which again, red flags all the fucking way, him going through my phone, whatever. But this is something wow. that- he's married and he gets to go through your phone? He literally brought this, this thing up for two and a half years, this exact thing of me joking with somebody. Now I was like the queen of dick jokes. You know what I mean? Like I'm completely inappropriate on yeah. stage. This is how he met me. This is how like he comes down to this room that I run and like sees the debauchery. And then all of a sudden is like, you can't joke like that or you can't talk like that or that's not respectful. He kept bringing up all the time about respect. I feel like it's disrespectful. This was his, his go-to. You, you, so you know what's not respectful? It's hiring prostitutes when you're married. Correct. Yes. I mean, this entire relationship was disrespectful. But um, so then there was like other just guy friends I had that he got really fucking weird about. Um, this one guy who I did have a past with, but he was like harmless. He messaged me happy birthday. And this was like an ongoing fucking fight for years. Like, oh, and then you just respond to such and such when he's like, happy birthday. I'm like, I, I literally said, yeah. oh, thanks. A.W., thanks exclamation point and he's like i know what that means all in front of the like so just multiply this times every man in my life my brother's friends just like dudes in the comedies everybody like, all means ass what i know what that means <laughs> i know what it means and if she did a w e it's ass wet air day er day er day yeah all right, first of all, all these things you're saying, uh, here's what I need to know in between these red flags that you're going to list that uh, I'm sure are going to get increasingly um, terrible. Yeah. Yep. But what's going on? I need to know what's going on in your head. Like, I so far I hear zero redeeming qualities. Like, if one of these fucking things happened to me, or if the guy had one, I'd be like, oh my God, they, I am done. They Oh, please go away. Please go away. So what was it at this point i'm 29 years old i've been in some shitty ass congratulations thank you um some shitty ass relationships prior to this i was hoeing it up for a couple years i think at this point the biological like i'm approaching 30 i want to settle down whatever he wanted all of these things and he very much seemed like a family man so this stuff only happened when other How? people were involved I know, Nothing I know. about what you've said about this guy seems like a family man or someone to settle down with or someone to be, uh, okay. So right. I know, so this only happened when we were around other people, when it was just us, it's like, we're Netflix and chilling. Like we're in the fucking pandemic. So we spent so much time together. He like seemed like he was rooting for me in different areas. He's like, you're the best writer I've ever met. And like would hype me up and all these things. He was very loving. He was very thoughtful, like acts of service, like gifts, like just little things like that won me over and he seemed like he cared he seemed like he gave a shit but now i look back i'm like it was all manipulation and bullshit you know yeah well it's it's that it's the love bombing of like when you're one-on-one -on -one, they they 
give you all the attention they say, and they say everything you want to hear, but they're going around and saying the same thing to a bunch of other people. Also, I would like to coin a term, uh, pan, that was panom, panomantic, trying to combat, combine romantic pandemic and, and romantic. Oh, okay. Panomantic? Yeah, you get it. Panomantic. Romantic? Romantic? It's romance because everyone's stuck inside mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it seems really sweet and nice. And this yes. was an experience that no one was ever prepared for. And mm-hmm. so we right. haven't experienced this. Um, but then, true romance. You know, romance. True romance. Romantic pandemic times. There's something there. I Maybe. get it. Yeah. I like what you're doing. And, yeah. and eventually, life does start to come back to normalcy. And all of that, that, that romance can't be withstained. Who can't sustain itself? Correct. When not everybody's locked inside. Anyways, okay. Please no, you're completely right. So I and did not this anymore. And that's that's what uh, I kept telling myself is like, oh, we made it through this thing, whatever. But now in hindsight, I think that that's what kept us together. Because if I would have seen the crazy behavior with people, I would have been like, no, nah, this isn't okay. But in the pandemic, everything was was guised as oh well i don't want to get sick and this and that but i'm like weird like i've been locked in the house for two years working from home and like you go to a day job every single day so like the one time i meet a coworker outside for lunch like i don't think i'm gonna get us all covid and we're gonna die you know what i mean but oh um, he didn't want you going out it, coworkers, wow. he would throw a fit um the few times that we did go out with like my friends or anything he just act- this is even pre pre uh, COVID acted like a complete idiot. Like, oh, you're just, you don't give me any attention. You're talking to them. I'm like, then come over. This was at a wedding. I'm like, come over, come stand with us. <laughs> like what? So he just, every opportunity with other people acted like an asshole. Um, so yeah, there was I, one. Could we count that as a red flag as somebody, I always, I, that was always a, maybe it's just a turn off, uh, with people I dated in the past, whenever they, had an issue with we would be out in public that I wasn't giving them enough tension. And I'm like, Oh, that's red flags all day. You do that at home. Right. You, you gotta, you gotta be able to entertain yourself and be right. entertaining to other people yes. too. I'm not, I, the last thing I want to do when I'm out in public is babysit, babysit you. Yep. That's a huge yep. red flag. Yep. That's not even a turn off. That is absolutely a red flag. So especially yep. when you make effort around their friends, their family, you entertain yourself, you make friends with their people, you get to know their mom. Like, you know, I mean, he was tight with my mom. That's another thing. He had my freaking family swindled, dude. Like they loved him. Again, my weird, trumpy, crazy stepdad loved him. And I'm like, so again, that's, this was more head fuck where I'm like, oh, okay, well, this stuff may not be so bad. Everybody seems to like him. You know what I mean? Like the pe- important mm-hmm. people did. So um jealousy shit whatever at one point in october um of when we first started dating mind you he kept getting mad at me for the the one text message or whatever in the beginning um he told some girl some comic that like oh i don't have anybody to go to this party with i'm like oh you don't have anybody you live in my house what do you mean you don't have anybody to go to this party with so i'm seeing little dabbles of stuff yeah so then um okay you guys some shit your ex would pull catherine Oh God! Oh, one thousand percent, all the time. Yes. That kind of shit. Yep. So, oh my so, God! He had, yeah, he had other girls. So many girlfriends. Him, yeah. He, had, he didn't have a pillow at night, so he needed a girl to come over and be his pillow. So jealous shit, whatever. This is okay. This is the part where you guys are gonna think I'm the craziest. I think so. One night, I've had a few, and he's 
making me feel whatever type of way. And he's like, he's doing the jealousy shit, but in the beginning it was more insecurity. Like, are you sure you want to do this? Like, is this really what you want? Like, blah, blah. You know, so it wasn't like an accusatory, like, oh, you're not gonna be faithful, whatever. It was more like, I'm just so broken. Are you sure? Blah. My dead father, I took his high school ring and proposed to him in the kitchen, like trying to be cute. It wasn't like a legit thing, but it was like, like a, like a promise ring type thing. Like he wasn't even divorced yet. And I was like, Hey, like, this is us. We got this. We're in this blah here. Token of my whatever. So just, I know, take that nugget and put that in your head somewhere. So no, this was, I didn't consider us engaged. It was just like a cutesy moment, but still it was stupid. So, um, okay. Comedy didn't like my comedy. It was like, uh, I don't want my girlfriend up there talking about that or representing this or that. And so he started to slowly like just peel away any self-confidence I had around the comedy thing, mm -hmm. which again, he's brand new. I'd been doing this on and off for now at this point, like seven years, you know what I mean? Like, and so. <clears throat> That's a triggering comment for me and far beyond the hiring sex workers while you're married, also being married and dating somebody else is telling somebody who does comedy, even if you do comedy, what they should talk about and what they can't talk about. And if they're good and if they're not, that is literally seeing who watching you express yourself and do, and do, you know, do your art and what you love that is like the essence of who you are and taking that and cutting that down and trying to to um to take ownership of your your thing your essence your art and trying to dictate what you can and cannot say is infuriating oh i know lace kind of gave me some background on That's you Catherine, yeah. and and I like my eyes welled up when she was telling me and I'm feeling that feeling in my chest again. Like, I know it's like, oh yeah, Craigslist prostitutes. But it's like you said, when it's your fucking identity being just stripped away. And so I think you met my friend LG Gray um, at the Laughing Skull mic the other night. Um, yeah. She told me, she's like, you were front and center, this badass bitch, like just in the limelight, doing your thing, whatever. And she said, we all just watched you slowly just fade away. And when I read that message, like, it broke me. I'm like, fuck, I literally let this person, because we can blame the pandemic, whatever. No, this person like had such control over my life. I was pulled away from my friends, my family, and the one fucking thing that gave me purpose when jobs, situations, everything seems up in the air, but I always had comedy. I always had that. And he like, yeah, discouraged that for me. And now what's funny is now that we're broken up, he's out and like doing all these things. He's like flying around, like doing a bunch of stuff. So now I know how the public like appearances is that I took him away from comedy that like I was holding him back when really it was just toxic. It was fucked up. Like, and so he does clean comedy, yeah. which again, that's what you're, when you are a Christian and you're clean and you cheat on your wife, you know, that's what you do. So, um, Hey, as long as he doesn't cuss on set, he's a good per or good uh, in a set. He's a yeah. good person. Oh, for sure. That's right. what that means. Is. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 So that's all, um, that's all that matters. So at this point I took down, <laughs> I took down some of my, all of my comedy videos offline because his mom and sister are super religious, like different, 
variation of religion, like very, very modest, very whatever. And so I took my stuff down because I didn't want them to like disapprove of me. And I remember crying on my bed one day and I'm just like, it's never enough with you. It's like, it's, it's always something. And it feels like no matter how I adjust or how I pivot, it's like never good enough. And you just like, again, kept stripping and stripping. You, you realize you just took, you took your, your, who you are. You're literally taking it away. You're Correct. like hiding yourself. Correct. I mean, taking off Instagram is like taking down social media posts, but essentially you're taking your art away from showing it to the world to appease yep. this person. Yep. For the promise of what, though? You know, like ultimately, right. like for fucking what? Do you we want come to into this world that like want to hide yourself? Yeah. Why would we want to be with that person? But, but and I'm only yeah. I'm only saying this rhetorically. Like I'm not trying to get right. you to answer this question. Like like I did the same thing with my ex. Yeah. I, I I let the same thing happen. He cut me down, right. ca- called me names, told me how crazy I was and how this and how that and how I will never have this again and I'll never be happy and I'll never blah blah blah. Um, I I had that too. It wasn't I wasn't doing comedy at the time, so it wasn't in that same vein. But I guarantee you, if I did comedy, because he used to say things. like, like, um, you cuss, he would tell me I cuss too much and I'm not ladylike and I embarrassed him in public and I blah, 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 blah. So he did the same, ultimately the same thing. If I did do comedy when I was with him, he 1000% would have dictated and attempted to dictate what I fucking said on stage and told me that I embarrassed him. I guarantee you he would do that. Um, but I, I, so I didn't get that, but we all have done it. And I guess like just rhetorically, like for what ultimately for Mm -hmm. what we know better, why do we let it happen? Yeah. Like there's no happiness in that. There's what's the goal? Like what's the goal of letting somebody do that to us? For what? Right. Because the end result is only you're gonna only have to continue to do that more and more to appease them. Instead and you're just and you're just playing small. You're making yourself smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. Well, they go out and get what they want though. They they yeah. they tamper us down, take away our strength, take away our glow, make us, you know, less independent so that they can be more independent. And 99% of the time, these are men who we're paying a lot of their bills and or they're borrowing our cars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're, we're playing small and we also can't go out because they have our car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> world can't see us because we literally can't get out in the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, and they uh, need us to stop doing anymore. our art. They need us to stop doing our art and uh, do more of our job because they need that money to pay for their fucking Correct. phone that they're yeah. sending dick pics to other women with. <laughs> yeah 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 it is hilarious and sad when you put it like that and like (laughs) no you're right and my mom's like she's like like why does he want you to change like that's the thing is like the art is what drew them to you in the first place but then when they have you that's not what they want anymore and so to kind of answer your rhetorical question i kept thinking well maybe it is time to settle down maybe it is maybe i was too wild you know what i mean like because they get in your head so this is a not funny part Oh, I know. Not funny part of the story, but I have battled with anxiety and depression my entire life. I had a history of self-harm and I think he preyed upon those feelings and things. Like I hadn't had an episode in like probably a year at this point. There was a point one time that we fought so bad and he didn't yell. It was this weird manipulative, like he sometimes got like heated and did some like hand gestures. Like he was like on Ricky Lake or something like, and we just keep repeating (laughs) himself. That's great. Sorry, Ricky Lake, what a reference. Ricky Lake, but there was no like, like, 
screaming at me. He was so this got so drawn out for like three hours and it would just go round and round in circles and ask me things mm -hmm. to where I legitimately felt fucking crazy. Felt fucking like, crazy. Yep. You're describing every argument I had with my ex until I would blow the fuck up and break things. I remember yep. like oh. hyperventilating and I was just like, I'm afraid that my friends and family are going to Baker Act me if they understand how bad these panic attacks are getting, how bad all of this is getting. Like, it was so bad. So self-harm thing. One time we fought so bad where I was just like, I, I can't, like, whatever. I went in the bathroom. He sat on the other side of the bathroom door while I was doing X, Y, and Z, knowing this is because he fought with me for three hours fucking straight. And I just, like, I couldn't. Like, it was the only release, the only escape I had from him was to hurt myself. And so like, I let this person remain in my life for another like year and a half at this point. Like a lot of people don't, actually no one really knows that. And so that's like the most fucked up thing. Like this is, this is beyond comedy. This is like my own just existence. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That, that he was knowingly watching you and letting you do it without concern. Yeah. Oh, he was concerned. I know he was like freaked the fuck out and like I don't know what to do. And it, this is the thing. It's like in well, the if he was really concerned, he would call for help and he would well, right. and, and or break the door down. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Because he was on the other side of the door. And you're absolutely right. They would have been banging and like stop or whatever. Or, like, I'm so sorry, stop, don't do that, like whatever. But you're right. You're right. But it's like I think I I scared him and shocked him. Cause I do know in these moments there was some holy shit, like vulnerable, weird, like I don't want to hurt her. I love her, but I'm so fucking damaged and I still do all this other shit. You know what I mean? But then still continue yeah. to hurt me. It's like there was never a stopping point. So, oh, when I did talk to anybody about us, he didn't want that. It was like, shut that down. You know, people don't need to know our business and our relationship. So again, he's like pulling me away from people, from anyone who could help me see reality. So at this point, I was a mover and shaker that used to bartend. I used to do comedy. I worked in an office. I was out, out and about 24 seven. Now I'm working from home during the pandemic. I never fucking saw anyone. I never saw my friends, never saw my family, like occasionally. And it was always a fight. It was always something around it if, if I did. And then I'm with him 24 seven. So people are like, how can you let this person have this much control? Well, that's kind of how it happened. It's the nature of, yeah, okay. That makes a lot of, yeah. Makes a lot of sense. And we've all been there. I mean, I went through it with no pandemic, so I have no excuse. None of us have an excuse. Let me, uh, let me fast forward to, okay, well, I guess it's still kind of in the first year or something. I'm getting, I get, I get like some booty call messages, whatever, but I'm like, Hey, I'm with someone. I let them know like, Hey, I'm seeing someone, whatever. And if they're not respectful after that, then I would block them. Like that is how it went. Sure. I'm not going to say fuck you just cause someone's like, Hey girl, like what's up. I'm going to say, Hey, how's it going? I'm, you know, seeing someone now, whatever, give them a chance to be a decent human. Right. But he would get like pissed no matter who texted me, whatever. And I'm like, yo, I told them about you. Like, what more do you want from me? You know what I mean? And he didn't like the way I handled situations. It was never, again, never good enough. And I'm like, I'm going to handle situations the way I feel are, is appropriate. And if I need help, I will tag you in. But right now, like I got it, you know? So that was another fight, no matter how I handled things. I was getting text messages and I actually saved the screenshots to show you guys. But, um, 
from, I knew this person was fake. It was like some Jack tattooed, like douchey gym pick. And it was like, hey, I'm a comic from Jacksonville. Like, let me tell you about me and had like the cheesiest little spiel. Like, I just want to get to know you. I just want to be friends. I hope your boyfriend's not controlling unless you have guy friends. This whole time I'm thinking it's another comic in the scene it's, who I outed for being a psycho. It's him. It's the it, boyfriend with a fake. It yeah. was him. And I didn't put yeah, two course. and two together because it's early on, things are good, whatever. So I get this message. Then I was like, I'm like this fucking idiot. I'm like roasting the message while he's like in the house. I was like, what is he talking about? Like whatever. So I blocked the number. So then I get yeah. more messages. They're Google Wait, voice numbers. Can I just paint this picture for yes, you? Yes, paint it this up. This dude has gone on the internet found a Google search image, sent it to you, is typing from from this fake account and watching you react and is and is then continues to to not admit that it is has been him the entire time. He that still is to this psychopath no. behavior. Psycho Correct. Correct. He to the Psycho. end of the whole thing never admitted to it but the more i reread that because you guys know how it is it's like the breakup's crazy you still care about the person but you're like fuck you but then you know time goes on and you're like holy shit like all the stuff just starts to make sense all the dots are connecting yeah. like what the fuck yeah so i'm thinking of this it's this other dude i even messaged sure. a friend i was like do you know who the fuck this is like whatever and they're like th that sounds like x y and z this other dude who i thought it was so i'm like thinking it's them just fucking with me whatever and trying to cause issues so i block this number i get another text from another google voice number it's like oh i see you blocked me don't worry you were just i almost want to read this verbatim for you guys it was like you were just the easy tampa comic whore um i only liked your comedy or liked you because you were a stripper hoe that made my junk hard or something it's like don't worry you probably got something from banging and like listed guy 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 a guy i never even like like a name of somebody i never even was with he said all of Orlando. I'm like, are we talking women and children too? Cause that's like impressive. If I've banged all of Orlando, like if all we do the math, Orlando, that's a big, the, yeah, correct, that's a big city. The population of Orlando times like the average amount of set, like that's, that's an achievement, I think. And so yeah, he's like okay. the Honestly. music scene. Blah. So now are we reading? I'm, I'm like, that is what he thought of me. My, our entire relationship is yeah. that I was just like this fucking whore bag that wasn't funny and you know, whatever. So, and he created a fake account. So he an could say alias, he so really he thought. could say that stuff to you, and to and exactly and that's murderous behavior. That's like that. a that's oh, like that's serial killer behavior. And again, I didn't know this, right? So you're laying next to this person in bed, sleeping yeah. with this person, and while oh, you're yeah. asleep, they're going into this fake account and sending you this absurd, nasty stuff, abusive, crazy shit. Oh, wow. And he's a clean comic, though, Catherine. He's a he's clean, clean comic. Though. He doesn't yeah. say fuck on stage. So he's a good person. He's a good person. So good, you guys. That's how the fucking world looks at shit, y'all. This is just like, it blows my fucking mind. The clean is the best. Like, but he's good and clean and he's this. So that's a better person than this person who's just a real person who just talks real and acts normal and shares their real life experiences. We're bad people because we're filthy with fucking, we use bad words. Yes. So okay, let me just. So I don't. This I don't know how blurry right now. How blurry this would be for you? Can you see this douchey well, fucking guy? Well, you're all guy? pixelated. So oh I can't shit! See. Okay. Oh, okay. No, I can see the bicep. Like, Tattoo, like, like fucking yeah. okay. gym, whatever. Which it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun to then see what your like who your boyfriend 
would think would think it right is a hot guy i'm like you think no, that's yeah. correct you're like you think okay, that's my okay. type okay and he, yeah he's like a scrawny like well, no it's probably his type it's his type yeah. yeah yeah it's funny that you say that because i literally asked him our entire relationship if he was gay i was like dude if you are cool like i don't fucking care but it would explain so much of your suppressed bullshit that like you're projecting onto yeah. me like just tell me you like dicks dude like we're all good that's fine yeah so it says yeah 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 morning look i want to be friends and not extra strings at least what do i have to do pay you 800 dollars just to give me a shot at friends haha ha. 800 dollars is so specific because <laughs> well, i was i was a stripper i was trying to tell you that earlier so i probably should have like oh, okay. so i was a i was a bartender and if you work at a bar or strip club you end up being a fucking stripper for a couple months of whatever course. and i've got bits yeah. about it whatever but like i used to talk about one of the best days i had was like on day shift i walked with like 800 dollars. so again now looking back i'm like oh that's a really wow. specific yeah so just to give me a shot at wow. friends ha ha hope your dude's not controlling and holding you back hate when girls can't have guy friends they should be trusted and do what they want let me tell you about me i'm 28 love comedy work in media i work in marketing uh volunteer at an animal shelter i love animals <laughs> love concerts uh enjoy hanging out at bars remind me about the bar thing i'll tell you that in a minute okay bars and fucking hate trump supporters maybe after covid we could grab some sushi hell bring him lol i'll send you a pic of me because at this point i've already mentioned the boyfriend thing right so sure um and then the <sighs> message after that was i guess you blocked me question mark ha it's cool the only reason i tried is because everyone knows you're the easy tampa comic whore it's only a matter of time before you fuck up with your dude why would another person be so concerned about my relationship hope your dude's not also how does this guy like, know any of these things about you why would some right. random guy from Jacksonville know any of these things about Well, you? that's why I thought it was a dude in Tampa who I was really good friends with. And then he turned into yeah. like an asshole and I kind of outed him on and his asshole behavior. Right, so right, 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 so right. He, he did know this stuff. So that's the only reason I thought it was him. It's only a matter of time before you fuck up with your dude. You'll be back at the bars. Who keeps bringing up bars, but for people who don't drink? And this dude didn't drink. He was yes. not because of the church thing. So he doesn't understand like back at the bars. Like you mean just going out like a fucking normal person? Like what? right. Normal yeah, yeah. people who, yeah, who aren't being like trying to. Yeah, he's he's like he's like when she goes outside, she's having an orgy. You'll be back at the orgy. You'll be you're back like, at the orgy. Yeah, you're like I went to Starbucks. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> Exactly. It was pretty wild. <laughs> the Starbucks. Uh, bitches don't change, especially ones who suck everyone's cock like blankety blank blank. This person who I don't know who he was even talking about. All of Orlando, the music scene, period. The only thing I loved about your comedy is how you're a stripper hoe and it makes my cock hard. <laughs> I tried. haha. I was going to offer you a grand. What? But you probably got now something. Now it's gone from eight hundred to a grand. I'd be like, no, it was eight hundred. It wasn't a grand. That's what I'm. That's what I'm. Uh, worth, you guys. That's what you're <laughs> to worth. hang out and eat sushi. Uh, but you probably got something from giving it to everyone and their mom. Ha ha. Bye. Peace sign emoji. So this is this is the person. Yeah. Yep. So. Did, would he talk to you like this normally? Never. Like, never. And that's. Right? This is. I think that's why he needed an alias. 
I think he has undiagnosed borderline personality disorder. This is my theory because he would mirror people's personalities. He would get in real good, but he would never spoke to me like that, but he did the manipulative shit. So he wanted me to think that everyone had this opinion of me. Everyone knows you're an easy whore bag. So he wanted that as a justification to make me smaller because everyone thinks you're this awful person. So no, he never talked to me like that. But what he's saying is I think you're this and I need you to think that your best behavior is going to bring you down and everyone's judging you mm -hmm. on these things that you did, which is a very religious thing to do because mm -hmm. people who are very religious walk around thinking that every single move they make and every word they say is, is being tallied and being judged on high by some, you know, vindictive God. Um, and you'll be punished. So they need you to be punished in the way that they believe that people get punished yet. They want you because it's human nature to want someone that you're sexually into, but they can't be open about their sexuality or the things that they really want and just be normal because they're constantly worried about this, you know, God on high. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they're also worried because deep down they know that they're, they're not holy and pure and, good, and they feel yeah. insecure about it and the only way to feel better about that is to take you down yep is to make you the bad person to lift themselves right. up subconsciously because they're really it's really their own insecurity they're just highlighting how bad and dirty you are mm -hmm. so yeah. yeah that is so messed up that is psycho behavior though the rules don't work on me if i don't believe in those rules you know what i mean like like again i feel like i'm right. sex positive people yeah. do their thing whatever like i'm I, i'm not following the same guidebook that you are so don't impose your shit on right. me so after these messages i changed my phone number i've had the same phone number for 13 years but i kept getting this because those were two different numbers, but there was a number before or another message before that I didn't screenshot because it was the initial one. Um, anyway, so like, I was like, oh fuck, someone just keeps screwing with me. Like I can't, this is gonna ruin my relationship. You know what I mean? Like I had no idea it was him. So I changed my phone number. I'm on his cell phone to change my number with Sprint because you have to call from a different cell phone and I'm going through the shit with my phone, whatever. This motherfucker keeps popping in the room. He's making hot dogs. He's like, how many hot dogs do you want? Closes the door, comes back in. Do you want like baked beans with it? Uh, shuts the door. How long do you? And I'm like, this mother, he's being- Oh, cause you have his fuck. phone. Cause I'm on his phone. Cause Why you have his phone. in the fucking room. And I'm not one to go through phones yeah. cause I don't give a fucking shit. But I finally, I was like, he's being too weird. So this is like, again- Everyone needs to go through phones. <laughs> I, go through phones. I agree with you now, but so, I went to his Insta, someone told me to go to his Instagram messages and sure enough, it was girl after girl after girl. And it was like, hey, sexy, blah, 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 blah. And then one like that he was just having full blown video back and forth, whatever. So after everything I approached him, I said, I'm gonna need you to answer a couple questions. Like who the fuck is this, this, and oh, that's a girl from church. I do find out this girl's like just a younger church girl that like is a lesbian and there was nothing going on there. So again, he's got justifications for everybody and everything. The one thing he fessed up to is, yeah, the girl that called me sexy, I should have like shut that down, whatever. I'm like, you fucking think? Like you get so mad at me because someone said happy birthday, but you got That's you got this why though, that's why. Cause he's projecting the whole fucking time. So this is just stuff I found, let alone like stuff that he covered up or did or you know from work phones or whatever this is just like the one thing that i found whatever so we are fighting about the shit at this point we went to therapy dude but i'm thinking because we're in the oh. pandemic like we need it and we're going nuts and whatever so like we're already in couples therapy and i think he either just got divorced or was about to or something like this is how soon things were hitting the fan and so he would i got off social media for the most part because unless i posted a picture of he and me he and me he and i 
Um, it, it was just like, who's that? Who's commenting? I noticed this person hearts all your stuff. So it was just not fucking worth it to post anything. Mind you, he's all, I'm on stage. I do cut. Uh, uh, look at me. Uh, you know, like he, he literally told me he thought he was going to be on the cover of GQ. Like he's still in his fucking head, thinks he's going to be on the cover of GQ. So <laughs> I just like got off social because I'm like, it's no, it's not fucking worth it. Same fight, whatever. And now you guys are like, oh, you, you want to fucking move out of state? Well, I'm thinking because of all this bullshit holding us down in Tampa and our histories and whatever. Mind you, I've wanted to move out of, of Florida before this. So we came up here, I think it was like our year anniversary um, and just like bebopped. And I love the area. Like we were walking around Decatur, like just cool places. I'm like, it's gorgeous. Change of weather. It's cool. Like it's nice, whatever. So I kind of had this like dream to just just get away. Like I was escaping shit in Florida too. Just like time for a change. So this was now, you know, just like how people want to have a fucking kid or get married because they think it's going to solve all their problems. This is our now focus. So we're thinking about the houses. We're sharing, sharing houses. It's like a thing to get excited about, whatever. Like, so we end up moving up here, right? Same effing fight, the same jealousy shit, the same dumb shit. Like, it's, it's just bad. One of my friends came and visited and she's like you're different dude like i could see you just walking on eggshells trying to appease him making sure that like he was comfortable and it, it's it just breaks my heart that like i did that to my friends and family you know what i mean like so same shit's happening whatever i after a show that we did i said man i miss comedy like i want to get back out there i want to join a writer's group like i want to just something something creative like I take a class do a group whatever we got into a three-day fight over this and he calls me from work and he's like, mm, just hypothetically speaking, like you join this writer's group and someone asks you to like go to lunch or something, what would you say? And I was like, well, if they were going out to lunch just to network about writer's group or talk about comic, then fine. Like if it was obvious they were trying to bang me, then I would set the record straight. And he's like, see, this is where I have a problem. And then just like went in. He was making me feel so insane at this point. I had my mom call him because I'm like, mom, I'm like literally losing my mind at this point. And my mom was on the phone with him for an hour and a half. Same fucking like argument, just round and round. Like, well, she did this and th she did that. My mom's like, okay. Like, what does that even matter? Like, she so? never cheated on you. Like, what? Yeah. So, but also, I you're married. Also, you're married and you fucking cheated on your wife with her. So fucking you don't get to tell me to do fucking shit. Correct. Was your mom a fan of him? Um, yes, for, to an extent. And she did hear about the shit, but I also tapered back telling her a lot of stuff of because I didn't did. want her to hate him. Sugarcoated and, it. And yep. because he got in my head so much. So towards the end, though, I was just like, fuck this. Mom's going to hear everything because my mom keeps me straight. So, um... So after that phone call, though, I think she saw like, no, he's nuts. Like she, she understood, went round and round. And at this point, I think he already asked my family to marry me and he already bought a ring. Oh my God. So my oh mom, my I was telling my mom, I said, I feel like it's coming. We have a trip planned for New York in um, December. And I was like, he's, he's still doing the same shit. And I, I can't, like, I can't sign up for this. I can't do this. Like as shiny as the ring sounds, you know, whatever. My mom's like, the way she was talking, I could tell that he talked to her about it. Cause she's like, maybe uh, I don't think it's, you know, you're ready and you should probably communicate that type thing. So we fought about this thing for three days. Um, on the, on the third day, God did this. Now we went to, uh, Marietta and okay. Side note, he was such a picky fucking eater. So the whole sushi comment and those weird text messages, it's cause uh, it's cause he doesn't eat sushi. So that was the thing there. So then 
we're at this restaurant. He never knows what to order. He's, he's so annoying trying to order a drink because he doesn't know what to drink. And he used to do this thing. Oh my God. He did this thing where he tried to like be jokey and ha ha with the server. And it's like, they're fucking busy. And in this case, we're sitting in the bar. So it was the bartender who's supposed to be behind the bar is now out serving our table. And he wants to, "Uh what's this? What's this? this?" And I'm just staring him down like you motherfucker, just order a drink because I've work those jobs like you're not funny you're not entertaining anybody like just and he used to do this it's the worst yeah with my friends and family trying to like you know what i mean like entertain people i'm like everyone is so uncomfortable right now because we've all served so desperate yes everything about this dude is desperate yes everything what it sounds like is you've already been you're already so turned off on by him that everything he's doing is annoying you and pissing you off like I, i always feel like that's a that's a sign that was like, the way oh, this oh, is yeah. everything. Oh, anytime I spend with you, I'm so annoyed at you. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, my body is trying to send me signs. Like, like reject you. Yeah. It's yes. like, yeah, it's like rejecting a foreign object. Like, like, yes. Get out of me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we have this really tense dinner. Inten- yes. Tense dinner. And he, he made a point to be like, like, what, what is she doing? And he's like being loud and like obnoxious about it. Like, who is she that busy? Like, what? And I was just like, oh my God, now you're going to ruin dinner. Cause like, it was a moment of like me being annoyed and like making a comment and then let's move past it versus like, now we're, oh, you want to fight about this. You want to turn this into like an actual fight. Not like hurry up and order a drink, you stupid picky idiot. You know what I mean? Like the end. So, so yeah, the dinner's super tense, whatever. I end up taking like an anxiety pill. I remember like as we were leaving because I was just like I felt it coming on mind you since we've broken up I, I like never take these things anymore but like when I was with him it was a regular thing so I wouldn't have panic attacks um Jesus. so I already took like one of these pills we're walking around the square it's like Christmas time ish trying to look at the lights whatever there's like two different people getting married in the square it was beautiful like whatever we're sitting on a bench and everything comes up and it's the same fight about the writers group it's about how he reacted it's the things he's saying and keeps bringing up and like and so I was at this point, just at a point of desperation, I'm like, yo, like you're fucked up. Like, and it's okay. And I'm here, but we got to work through this. Like, we've got to get back into therapy. We've got to do something. Cause I can't keep living like this. Like this isn't going to work. And so on the way home from Marietta, I remember I was like at my last point, he always had to get the last word in. And I was finally just like at my last like tipping point. And he had to just keep going in. And I, I said, I'm trying to remember what I said, trying to be neutral and just like, okay. And he had like a, uh, come back and I just like I hyperventilated in the fucking car it was the worst panic attack I've ever had in my life and I just all I could think because you can't escape it's like claustrophobic you're in this fucking car with this person literally driving which is metaphorical and literal at this point yeah, yeah. and I'm just like <gasps> like I could I could worst panic attack I've ever had and I just couldn't breathe and I just like wanted to be 1,000 million miles away from him like I couldn't do it yeah so you just want to leave your body like you just want to just like escape like if this mm-hmm. beam could just come down and just fucking take you out of the car. Yeah. So yeah. he's freaked out. Cause I'm like hyperventilating. And again, in these moments, I don't think he's like, Oh good. I'm glad you're, you know, I know it scared him to see me like that, but it's like, you fucking drive me to this. This is how you make me feel. So mm-hmm. we stop at a gas station. He like went inside to get me a drink. We get home and I, I can't like, I can't turn it off. I was like, still just <gasps> the whole time he was in the, in the gas station, like till we got home. And then we finally got inside the door and I remember my knees like buckling because I was just like, your whole body's like spazzing yep. at this point. 
And so I remember we were hugging. He starts crying. I know he was freaked out and scared to see me like that. And he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that I do this to you. I don't want to see you like this. You know, it's like, I know in that moment he meant it, but still, why the fuck do we get here? Like what over a writer's group? Over, you know what what? I mean? Like- And a hypothetical, a hypothetical writer's group with a hypothetical luncheon with a member of of a writer's group that you're not even, you haven't even done or gone to. That part. Hypothetically, that's insanity. That's this dude needs some severe. He needs a cocktail of medications and some serious fucking one-on-one like therapy daily. So daily therapy. I'm like, I can't fucking do this. So I knew that the proposal things were coming up. We had this trip planned, and I remember I was like sitting in the bath, and um, he came in and said something. And again, like now all these literal and you know metaphorical things, but I'm literally naked and raw, just sitting like in the tub, and I was just like hey, I, I've got to tell you something. Like, I can't, I, I can't just sit on this anymore. Like, I have a feeling the proposal's coming up. I don't think you're ready. And I put it back on him. I was like, I, you're not ready for this because you, you still don't trust me. This is still not a thing. You know, it's like, this is all I've ever wanted was to have a family and kids and whatever. But like, you're not ready. Again, you need the cocktail medications and help, whatever. So that's that. We go to New York. We did have a good time, but it's like in the back of, both of our heads it's like this is where it was supposed to happen you know it's like whatever um we come back i had christmas early with my family so his family could come here and i'm like bending over backwards to accommodate his family and make sure everybody's good and pushing again my people and stuff aside we had thanksgiving here at the house with his friends we had friendsgiving on thanksgiving so i miss thanksgiving with my family um fuck that no i know i know first time in like ever and so anyway fast forward to um yeah we don't get married uh, engaged and then he starts acting fucking weird so he joins a church up here and started speaking in tongues he was speaking in fucking tongues he would come into this this bedroom that i'm in actually and this is his office and would like pray And he's like hysterically crying in the dark, the pitch black dark. And I'm in the other room just like, yo, what the fuck? Like, and I open the door to like check on him. Like, you all right, dude? Like, this is, this is weird. Like, this isn't just- You all right in there, buddy? And then he, all of a sudden he comes out of his tongue. He's like, yeah, uh, yeah, sorry. I'll be right back. And gets back. He never even acknowledged me. He did tongue dance. He never, I wish he would have done that elsewhere. No, he did actually sometimes. But anyway, so, um, he didn't even acknowledge me. I opened the door, oh, whatever. Can I, can I, can I make sure that this is the scene? You come in. <laughs> Please break down the scene. He, break down the scene, yeah. He has, is speaking in tongues because he has been overtaken by the, the Zoom. Spirit. Holy Spirit. The Zoom. <laughs> the Zoom. Holy Spirit. Do you understand what I'm saying? The Zoom. The Wi-Fi. Holy Spirit <laughs> has cometh through your Wi-Fi through the cables into his body and is now buffering his tongue. Am I saying this correctly? Yes. He's not only being overtaken, but it is through a Zoom speaketh of tongueth. Are you kidding me here? You think he was just, do you think he thought this was a church that everyone was speaking tongue, but everybody's wife. But they're just buffering. (laughs) (laughs) It's sad. I really like, I don't want 
to ruin your de depiction of that because that was beautiful, but he actually did go to really a physical nice. church because I, I oh, went a okay. couple times trying to support him. And actually the pastor's cool oh. as fuck. Like listening to him talk, he, it was like a, watching a comedy set. Guy was funny and engaging. But then we started going to these like side things on Wednesdays that was like, you know, whatever worship so hour or whatever. Thing. Yeah. Yo. So like one time, like, and I made it known, like, this tongue stuff, this is too much. Like, this is really overwhelming. Like, I meditate to, like, listen to a higher power. Like, I get quiet. I'm not screaming some weird shit, right? And I've been in Pentecostal churches. I've, I've witnessed this before, and it's very almost, like, Latin-y sounding. Like, sh -l 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 -l. like again, yeah. literally, like, a lot of tongue yeah. sounds. So in this church, they were all, like, it was, like, a bit of bit of bit of bit of it. And I'm, I'm watching like the past. Like, like, it was like jazz. It was. And so the fact that oh, everyone's right. everyone's doing scat. everyone's doing the same scat noise and it's like, okay, so if this was <laughs> if this was the Holy Spirit, why does it not sound like every other place that I've heard it happen? You know what I mean? Like why it's is like, it why do we have so many tenors in here? Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> why don't we get some alto scatters? We gotta get some altos in here. Yeah. It's yes. almost like it's being made up. Correct. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> Weird. It's like the Ouija board, but with your tongue. So, yeah. so imagine, imagine this. I'm sitting there in prayer hour, and this is when this thing happens. And it was like like 30 minutes or something. We're just supposed to be in prayer. I'm. Everyone's everywhere. The pastors encourage people. He's standing over by a wall. There's people laying on the ground. They're sobbing. They're sobbing and like making these, you know, bah, 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 bah. they're just like sobbing. And girls just like hysterical behind me. That is traumatizing, dude. So I'm. And you're just in, in my there. Chair. You just didn't I'm leave immediately. I wanted to so bad, but I was like frozen. So I'm sitting literally in the chair praying to God to get me through prayer hour. I'm like, please, please protect me in this moment from what the fuck is happening around me. Like, I can't. What is happening? So then at one point, well, the are, pastor are they the, judging. Do they judge if you don't speak? If yes. you don't scat? That's what I was about to say. So th this is the second time now where I'm looking around like, what in the fuck, dude? Like, so this happened at the regular church. My first visit there, the pastor man, who I like, is standing on the edge of the stage and staring me down, staring me down. And this is like a mostly black church. So like, I already stick out like a sore thumb and he's looking into my soul. And he's like, he's like, this is God. And if you're uncomfortable, like this is the Holy Spirit. This is what this is. And if you're, you're not okay with it, ba basically like, like take it or leave it. This is God. And I'm like, no, like God comes to me in nature. God comes to me when I'm meditating. God doesn't need to, yeah, make me start like fucking seizuring. So, so once you know? again, Shannon, just want to point out again, um, a dude is bullying you and you still continue to say, I like this dude. Yeah. This pastor who I like is standing there bullying me. Yeah. Oh God. Acting the, I'm not acting the way that appeases him. So he is bullying me. Yeah. And and, and and you're still like, no, he's a nice guy. Not a nice guy, yeah. Shannon. Not a nice guy. I know. Not and a good so guy. Again, not, just because just, he's funny. I know. Doesn't make him a good guy. That's a, We should put that on a shirt. Just because he's funny doesn't make him a good That's literally the Cheaties like, that's merch. background. You know? That's Cheaties merch. Uh, yep. So, mind you, we just moved to Atlanta. I know no one up here. And this is the one place of community where people have been nice. I can make some friends. This one girl works in marketing. I'm looking for a job. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, like, let me try to stick this out to see if I can kind of make some friends, whatever. So anyway, church is weird. But then I was reading up on the church and naturally they won't let anybody of the LGBTQIA situation be in their leadership. And I was like, can't, sign up for that. Like, so I told dude, I said, listen, if we have a kid 
who's a boy at birth and wants to wear fucking dresses, I don't give a shit. Like, that's fine with me. And then, so that turned into an argument. Just so you know, I'm not okay with that. Like, so this whole time he was like, kind of in the ignorant realm. I opened up his purview to a lot of world issues, got him voting. He was not voting before. You know, I just like try to teach him about life. But now we come full circle to where now that's a problem again. You know, like that's that's the problem. So anyway, so that was another thing that happened. And I stopped going to this church. I'm like, you do you get what you need out of that church. But I'm not going like turns out like, of course, like a couple months later, um, the head of the church gets in trouble for covering up a pedophilia situation. So like naturally, you know, we got a problem with the gays, but we're going to molest children. That's fine. So always anyway, the church, this, uh, so one night, Catherine, as beautiful as your depiction was, he was not on zoom. He was just in the room, completely dark, like praying Bible, crying, comes into the room, my room across the hall, hysterically laughing. I'm like, yo, like you scared me. Like what the fuck? And he's just like, "Ah, ah," like giggling maniac, like won't stop laughing. And I'm like, yo, you're fucking for one, pissing me off, but also scaring the shit out of me. Like, what, what are you doing? And so that was another, like, towards the end, like what the fuck moment, right? So he's acting weird as shit. So this is the point where I know I need to go through the phone, right? Like, so I try logging into his computer. Wait, what, did he have any explanation for going from dark room, crying, tongue, and then coming in and hysterically laughing? Like, what, he what was, was explaining it kind of like a high, which I, I know you can get just even from freaking like meditation if you're breathing yeah. a certain way whatever so he hyped himself up from this crying. crying and hyperventilating yeah if you don't give enough oxygen to your fucking brain yeah you he's literally coming down from like a high crazy yeah mm-hmm. might as well be huffing fucking uh computer duster just like whippets. it's the same high yeah yeah just do whippets and you'll feel the same way what would jesus do right, whippets okay. okay so whippets is what jesus would do he comes in whatever okay so this is where i know i need to go through the phone because shit's just getting too weird he's acting like a fucking psycho i've already told him i don't think you're ready for marriage you're still doing the accusatory shit then you're acting like a fucking weirdo and oh there was there was one day that i was leaving for a meeting and i think we just got the dog oh funny thing my dog loves everyone didn't like him he didn't like the dog the dog like growled at him and nipped at him once and i'm like this dog loves everyone so that was another fucking sign from you know above so we're at 112 red flags at this point Mm -hmm. so one day he's coming home from work and i we just got the dog and i didn't want to leave the dog alone so i was i was waiting for him to get home and he's taking forever I, we've got, we live in like a kind of a cult of, I say we, he doesn't want to hear anymore, but a cult of sacky kind of dead end road situation. He's coming from one of the dead end roadsides. So if he was coming home from work, he'd be coming just from the main straightaway down to our road. As I'm pulling out, I'm like, hey, I'm running late. I got to go now. Like he's like, okay, whatever. I'm almost home. I called him because we're texting at this point. I called him. He did not answer. And then I see him, which he always did answer. And he's coming from this opposite direction. And I'm like, the fuck were you doing down there? He's like, oh, I was looking at a driveway to pressure wash because he thought he was going to start this pressure washing business. I'm like, which driveway? Why were you down? So he was driving around the neighborhood talking to somebody or something because he didn't answer the phone. Yeah. But then he's acting all fucking sketch, whatever. And I'm like, that's weird. You know, just like weird shit. It's like starting to add up. So I tried to get on his computer. Couldn't do that because I password, whatever. Didn't know it. So he goes to an open mic on a Monday. I, I also had the ultimatum, like, we're fucking done if you don't sign up for therapy again. Like, we're getting back into therapy or, sure. like, that's it. Here's your ultimatum. So he goes to an open mic. 
we have therapy scheduled the next day. He even called me in the the beginning of this day on a Monday and is like, you know, we're at this point in our relationship where I should know all of your friends and I should know everybody that's in your life and this and that. And there should, I was like, okay, dude, like, who do you not know? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And you could tell he was like polling his friends and family to like build this case against me. Cause he's like, I've been talking to people and this and that. I'm like, oh, have you? He's talking to one of his married friends from the old church, which I don't give a shit. Talk to a girl who's married. I don't care. She, maybe she'll talk some sense into you. But if I were to talk to a married man about my problems, sure. he would have lost his Your shit. Relationship. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So anyway, he's, he's like saying all this weird shit in the morning and I'm like, okay, you psycho. But at this point I'm playing along cause I'm trying to hack into his shit. Right. So Right. We've got therapy scheduled for the next day. I get a message because we're both signed up for this therapy thing. It's like an online thing. So I get the messages and he's like, hi, this is his government name. And he's like, my girlfriend and I have been together for about a year and a half. We just moved in together. I'm basically done, but I told her I would give it a hundred percent. And this shows up and I see it. So I screenshot and sent it to him. I said, Hey, um, was this from like today? And he's like, oh, what? and he calls me right away and he's backtracking. And I said, if we're gonna do this therapy thing, we should maybe start off with like the truth, maybe. I don't know, like we've been together two and a half years. Um, you didn't just move in with me. You've been living with me this entire time. Like what? And then I said, also, um, you're done, but you're gonna give it a hundred percent. That doesn't really add up, huh? And so now he's got his tail between his legs, like whatever. He goes to this open mic. Um, I. I went through his work phone. His work phone was here and I got to his Instagram. Uh, I find a profile in there that raises concerns. Weeks prior to this, he posts one of his terrible old sketchy videos. Um, I say sketchy, ske sketch video, whatever. Sketch videos, yeah. yeah. We had an inside joke about yuck. Like we'd say yuck to things and he thought it was funny, whatever. So he posts this thing. He also used to rock this like weird pencil thin Prince mustache that I thought was really terrible. So he posts this video and I just wrote yuck. Being funny, maybe it was shitty, I don't know, but I said yuck. All of a sudden this girl's commenting on, on my yuck comment like, keep doing you blankety blank stage name, um, which is another thing like, oh, you up and changed your name when you start doing comedy. Like that's not a personality disorder thing, like you and your identities, like what? Yeah. So she's like, keep doing you. We love you. We're supporting you, blah. I'm like, oh, cool, you got fans. So I go to her page. She's only following his his stuff. And I'm like, who's this bitch? Like, she doesn't know our lives. She doesn't know about him. Yuck. It's him. That part. So. Die. <laughs> so fucking crazy I, person. Yeah. I, uh, if you're going to make a fake account, you've got to follow a bunch of people. You can't just follow yourself. So yes. I, I wasn't paying attention. This I was like, a PowerPoint on this. Yeah. I was yes. like, Yo. it's part of Laugh Lab. Yeah. <laughs> so I go to, class three. <laughs> I go to the um, profile and I'm like, who's this bitch? Whatever. He's like, well, what do you want me to do? I said, fucking delete her comments. She doesn't know us. She doesn't know my life. Like whatever. Like she's get out of our shit, you know? So he deletes it, whatever. So when I'm going through the phone, I see this profile. And all of a sudden it was like that, that meme where like all the, you know, the dots are connected and like the, yeah, red all the little, from like the, the, the mathematical ma equations. And it's like, it's like, holy fuck, that was him pretending to be his own fan, <laughs> defending Psycho. him to him. <laughs> like to, so I'm going through, there's other profiles in there. And I was like, so I'm, I'm screenshot, you know, I'm taking pictures from my phone on the thing, whatever. I go over to um, 
FaceTime, I see some numbers and I'm like, oh, he's been FaceTiming this person from 813 area code, which is Tampa. So I take a screenshot of that. Then, so my friends, they're all like detective sluice. Like we're on the case now. We're all together in this. So my friend looks up the phone number through Snapchat or something and somehow finds this girl's name. She's a young uh, comic in Tampa. So this is a trend too. He's like preying on young, I say preying, I don't know what the fuck he's doing, but you know, like trying to get in good with like young female comics because he's doing the same thing up here that are novice and tries to pull the, I've been there, I've done that. I like took a sketch comedy class with somebody that wrote for Key and Peele. You know, it's like, so this is his shtick. So anyway, FaceTime, whatever. So then I'm going, one of my friends suggests go to his Venmo and see, cause he did tell me, and I'm an idiot, but in the past that he ven- Venmoed money to an ex, she was going through it. He was very upfront about it. I was like, whatever, dude, like if she's cool, you guys are cool, like whatever. So I go to Venmo and I see this girl who I don't know. And I'm like, weird, you gave me this little lecture earlier today about how we should know everybody, but like, who's this girl? And like, why is she in your Venmo? Cause that means that you've recently been, you know, like she's a Venmo friend, like what? So um, he gets home, you guys are gonna love this. and. Uh, there was an accident and he did take pictures of that. So that was legit. So he was like held up, whatever came home. I took his raggedy old ass Bible. It's like all like old and shit. And I laid it on the bed and I took his work phone and put that on top of it. And when he came home, I was like, Oh, how was the mic? Oh yeah. Mind you, if I went to a mic by myself, like on a Monday and I was just oh, at yeah. a bar, lost his yeah. shit. Yeah. Correct. So he comes in yeah. I'm like, how was it? Uh-huh. He still has his backpack on. And I was like, um, I need you to tell me the whole truth, nothing but the truth, so help you God. And he's like, what? Huh? What is happening? And I was like, do you want to tell me while you're, while you're FaceTiming X, Y, and Z? Because I knew her name at this point. And he's like, deer in the fucking headlights. And I was like, weird, because I thought we were supposed to know everybody, right? Oh, could you maybe also tell me like why you've got this fake profile that you were starting shit with me on? Like, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, what? And he's, so he's like roller coaster of emotions. First it's, oh my God, you sure. went through my phone? And I said, shut the fuck Always. up. And fuck like, up. Shut the <laughs> this lioness had like awoken within me the person that i used to be that had been suppressed for two and a half years just like showed up and i was yes. like shut the fuck yes. up dude like and i was like um going through phones you've been doing this this whole time i said i sat there the other night where you sat there and told me that i've done the worst things that have ever happened in this relationship because i was joking with a comic about getting booked and here you are and i just like went in on him and i was like the gaslighting and the bullshit i said were you behind the the phone numbers like back in the day when i changed my phone number he's like why would i do that i said why would you make a fake instagram profile to start shit with me on the and he's like you're right you're right so again the, the roller coaster of defensiveness then he's like, you want yeah. to know why? And then I was- it can't lie. Yeah, right. you got the you got the evidence. You can't. Yeah. Yep. And he's like, you want to know why I was FaceTiming her? She was giving me a tarot reading. <laughs> right. right. She was reading his penis. She was reading. Right. So, right. Tarot the is the nickname for- of his penis. I got all this yeah. witchy shit. There's she like a palm reading. reading thing. I've got a couple tarot decks floating around here. We've got other hippie friends sure. that like have read our sure. stuff. And I'm like, oh, you conveniently found this really attractive young female comic who just got started. And that, that's, you wanted her tarot read. The same way you wanted me to review your sketch and give you feedback. The same way you just like roll into people and act like you you care about their interests or whatever, you know, so right. that you can get in. So I'm like that, yeah, that, that checks out. So um, basically I was like, you should probably cancel the the therapy appointment for tomorrow because uh we're done here um i said i'm not going to charge you february rent but 
you got to get your shit out. Like you got to go take that money, get a hotel room, go do whatever. So he stayed there that night. Um, and he was crying the whole night. This is terrible. And he had a box of tissues like by the fold out thing. And he like made a point to like have that there. And I was like, okay, we get it. You like to cry in this room. Like we're done here. Um, <laughs> and then, then he oh, kept like coming in. For one last go, time. go to your cry room. <laughs> go to your cry room and then he kept coming in he's just like i'm sorry i was like okay and i didn't even cry I like again, i was so over it at yeah. this point i was like okay and like what and so anyway i got covid the same fucking week you guys i've dodged God it for like it. two plus years i get covid that what week happens. so originally i was gonna go to florida let him stay here pack up a shit and go which mind you all the furniture anything of value anything in this house was mine like he oh, literally yeah, had his clothes of course always and so yeah um, oh, anyway, I got sick. That didn't happen. I'm packing, up, I'm packing up his essentials, like in, in during COVID, whatever, like trying to get him stuff, whatever. So, um, he came by another night to get some more stuff. And I took the dog and like, just drove around. Cause I know him and the dog don't get along, whatever. So then I'm talking to his family, his friends, like other, other stories are pouring out. I find out that girl on Venmo is an ex-girlfriend who he was violent with, apparently, like physically abusive with. Um, wow. I'm just finding out all these things, the sexual, whatever history story, like I don't know that that was real because now everything's so fabricated and I, I'm questioning everything and I don't want to throw people under the yeah. bus, like who told me what, whatever, but I'm just like hearing things through the grapevine, hearing that other people feared him in different situations and were worried, wanted to warn me, but didn't know how. And I'm like, well, hello, like it would have been nice to fucking know. And so, Anyway, got him out of the house, but he's still living like 15 minutes away. He was like getting a room here locally. And so he's still on this, the local comedy circuit. So I've, I've just been avoiding mics and things because I don't want to fucking deal with him. Oh, back to the ring. He got everything out of this house. I helped pack most of it. I can't find my dad's ring anywhere. Can't find the ring. And so for weeks, as he's like getting the last of his stuff, going through his stuff, apparently going through a hard time, like who fucking cares? I'm like, okay, I'm playing nice. I'm playing very nice this whole time because I just want my dad's ring back. My dad's dead. This is the one thing I have of him, like what? And so it, he, for weeks, oh, I can't find it. I thought it was with the other ring he keeps saying as in the engagement ring that he bought. And he's like, just keep uh -huh. saying other manipulative, stupid shit to fuck with me. Finally, he says he finds it. Again, I've been playing nice this whole time just, get, just to get the ring back. He brought it back to the house in like an engagement ring looking box like with my dad's ring in the engagement ring thing and like stuck it like in between our screen door and like the front door. So I open it up and I see just like an engagement ring box sitting there. And I'm like, you son of a fucking bitch. Like, that's fucking cute. Psycho. It's cute how you did that. So, what a oh my God. Wow. Okay. We gotta get these questions. Yeah. yeah. What, tell us, okay, he's still here in Atlanta. You're still not here in Atlanta, but you're hitting the scene now. Tell us where you're at. Are you in another relationship? If not, but like, get let us know where your head's at, comedy yeah. wise, life wise too. So I am trying to get back out there. I've met you, lovely ladies. I've just been networking with just people and just trying to be a human again. Like I've been on a bunch of Bumble dates. Like I've honestly seen more of Atlanta in the last six months that we've been broken up than like five ish, six months than when we were together and lived here as a young couple that you think would be exploring the city. Like, so sure. I've met some great people. The scene up here has been so, 
so good. Um, Tampa's just a weird, transient, fucked up place. And up here, just it's yeah. it's for one, like ran by women, like we talked about the other night. Like women are killing it. I feel way more comfortable showing up to a, a woman ran mic than anything, you know. And there, it's just really diverse and has been great. So that's good. I've got a bunch of freelance um, marketing work coming in, which has been great because work was like Hell yeah. all over the place when we broke up too. Bills doubled and then work got stupid. It was just like a lot all at once. But and I am now in um, the next two weeks, I'm finishing up a uh, coaching program. So it's for health and wellness, but I'm more on the mental side of things. Um, it's like therapy, but not. And I want to help women avoid, get out of, or heal from shitty situations like the one I was in okay. and kind of rebuild themselves. Yeah. And I, I'm hoping comedy can meet that in a way I can do some stuff online that presents information and is helpful for those who don't have money to access coaching or therapy, but still get messages out there. Like these are red flags, look for this stuff, you know? And yeah. yep. so things yeah. are good. We always send them our way too. That's awesome. Yeah. Have you gotten any other signs that maybe there was more infidelity happening? So the funny that? thing is I talked to a, uh, to a um, psychic for an hour and a half. She was very, very telling. And she was so on it because, uh, you know, I'm into the woo woo shit. She was on it about some weird stuff. And she says, um, don't worry. Um, he, I said, was he ever physically uh, unfaithful? Like, did he cheat on me physically? And she's like, yeah, but don't worry. It was only a handful and it was people he like met offline. So it wasn't a big thing. And he's really worried about getting something. So we wore protection. And so that, maybe think back to the beginning of our relationship he acted like i gave him something he's like oh everything's weird and blah and we just had sex and blah. started to blame me goes and gets tested doesn't even have anything so i remember this part of him being all like paranoid about like catching something or whatever so i'm yeah. like the fact that she told me that was so on point so i never had physical evidence that he like cheated on me but this girl who like had some other weirdly stuff like lined up told me that i'm like i i'm sure i'm sure you know, yeah, of yeah, course he sure. did. Just accept that. Yeah. Yes, of course he did. did. Like, I okay, don't. So, yeah. So we normally say, what would your advice be for other people? But you're working on that as a coach. And I want you to get your certification and I want you to start like make an account or something where you help people like look for red flags and help people out and give people advice. Um, uh, Catherine, do you want to ask the dumbest question? Right. Yes. Um, age old question. Find <clears throat> out you're cheated on again. Would you rather the other person, would you rather a little girl from Tampa be hotter or not or hotter than you and why? Hotter, maybe. Okay. 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 Wrong answer, but okay. Because I'm delusional and I I like to pretend that I'm on that level too. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that's just his type. You know what I mean? Like the same way he sent the buff tattooed guy. Like, do you think that you're in this guy's league? Like, you're not, but okay. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. You just want, yeah, you wanted to be just a gorgeous person because you'd be like, all right, it's me and Giselle. Yeah, yeah. It's, we're the same. Exactly. Level. Like, of Got course it. you would. Like, whatever. And, and she was. She was cute. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. um, so the, I'm working on the site and the whole thing, but the, the name's going to be Magic Within Women, but women spelled W O M X N. So we're inclusive of sure. all women. All women. And mm -hmm. yeah, I, this is going to be the platform that I think. I want to spread the truth and help 
people recover from shitty ass things like this, you know? Fuck yeah. I mean, that's why we started this. That's why we're here today. Um, it looks like Catherine is frozen, but real quick, uh, what is, where can people follow you? And I don't know if you have that account made yet or if you will when this comes out, but where should people follow you online to support you? I do. So that is um, the business coaching thing. So that's magic within women, W-O-M-X-N. And then it's going to be magicwithinwomen.com. I've got the inst Instagram and the TikTok. Um, my personal ones, uh, official Shannon Kelly, which is a bunch of selfies and dog pics. So if you're into that kind sure. of thing. And, and then, because why not? I have a third one, a Shannon Kelly comedy, but that's just show stuff. So either, either way, whatever cool. venture you want to support, dogs, selfies shows and awesome well everybody go and follow all of shannon's uh endeavors and go get advice and go book her and follow her and her cute dog um thank you so much for doing this with us thank today you guys. this is incredible hopefully we've helped some other people to find the same red flags that you saw and maybe they'll get out way 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 quicker than you did start okay. at red flag one don't don't stop at red flag two hundred eighty eleven thousand. yeah exactly go ahead and jump out at that first one you know the yeah. he's married that's a good one to Get out yeah I, first I, stop I talked about him in a bit where i call him a clown for four minutes and i'm like i should have seen the red flags because they were coming out of his sleeve just like one after another yeah. like, he was like yes. tying up balloon animals that said like run bitch run you know and like i just <laughs> Yes. No. He's like, <laughs> That's so great. That's so you guys great. are the best. Thank All you right. for doing this. You Thank are you. the best. I will see you guys soon. Please join best. us in saying uh, toodaloo with a very long, annoying goodbye. We love you, toodaloos. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode of Cheaty's Podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen. And if you've been cheated on or you have cheated, you've got a cheating story that we want to hear. Leave us a teaser voicemail at 888-STABBY-8. That's 888-782-2298. And hey, while you're at it, why don't you go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Cheaties Podcast. Follow me, Lace Larrabee, at Lace Larrabee. And follow me, Catherine Blanford, at It's Catherine Blanford. Stay stabby. Go to your ready-made horse. That's all you're good for.